innovative, often duplicated. When enough people get on the trend, I elevate it. Make it way harder for them to follow what I take. It hard to swallow like a lozenger lodged in your trachea. Goodness gracious, bruh, I can never make this up. So just take your stuff, rake it up, and take the bus. Never fake the funk, you painted skunks. You played enough, I'm lifting bars to outer space, so the weight is up. Fight, fight. This is Dirty White Belt Radio. It's been a while, but we're glad to be back with you. We were going to wait until 2019 to drop our new season, but there's a reason we're coming to you now before the holidays 2018. Well, actually two reasons. First, we wanted to get at you with the news of Toro Cup, as well as a fundraiser for a very important cause that you can help with. And second, we wanted to tell you about the Dirty White Belt Awards Volume 2. That's right, we're doing a second season. Let's start with the first. Rudy Fishman, who is a BJJ black belt that trained at Revolution BJJ, is currently undergoing treatment for brain cancer, and Toro Cup 12, aside from being a fun community day of super fights, was designed to raise money for his family's medical fight. Lourdes was on site to do interviews with some of Rudy's friends and training partners, and we're going to bring you some of those, as well as ways that you can help. More on that in a minute. But if you want to participate in the Dirty White Belt Awards, Season 1 was really fun, and Season 2 is going to be even better. And we definitely wanted to keep up the tradition so that the traveling trophies can go to a new location. That's right, if you won Jujutero of the Year or Jujutera of the Year, you can't win those awards again, although you can be nominated in other categories. How do you nominate? You ask. Well, I'm glad you asked. There's a couple different ways that you can nominate your coaches, your friends, and training partners. First, you can post on our Facebook page or on our Instagram with nominations. The more detail you give us about the person you're nominating, the better. More on that in a second. You can also leave us a voicemail on our Google Voice number, 360-389-2830. The reason you should probably do that is, one, it might get played on this show, and two, Keep in mind that we have a panel of distinguished judges from North Carolina, South Carolina, the District of Columbia, Virginia, all over the place. And some of those folks may not be familiar with the people that you're nominating. So if you leave a detailed voicemail, that gives more information to the committee, hence more of an opportunity to consider the person that you're nominating. And also, it could be fun for the person that you nominate here. You say nice things about them on Dirty White Belt Radio. So if you're interested in participating, you can either post on our Facebook page, post on our Instagram, email me at jeff at dirtywhitebelt.com, or leave us a voicemail at 360-389-2830. One last thing. If you're nominating for a match of the year candidate for men or for women, try and include a link to the video so that we can watch the match. We always love watching good jujitsu matches. One of the most exciting things that happened to me over this holiday season is I got two stripes on my brown belt from my instructor, Seth Shamp. Now, one thing you may not know is that U.S. grappling allows all black belts to compete for free. That's right. If you have earned a black belt, you can compete in any of their tournaments up and down the East Coast and the Midwest, submission-only points. You can participate with the friendliest, most fun, most well-organized tournament organization for free if you've earned a black belt. And as someone that has not yet earned a black belt, I can testify that the registration fees you pay are more than worth the price of admission. You can register online at usgrappling.com. The main difference is you can save yourself some money by ordering early if you haven't earned a black belt yet. So if you're going to compete in Maryland, in Virginia, in any one of the upcoming tournaments in 2019, I urge you to go to usgrappling.com. You'll be glad you did.
In late July 2018, Rudy Fishman was diagnosed with brain cancer. Now, Rudy's a staple of the Brazilian jiu-jitsu community out here and still has a ton of great friends in the area, folks who are trying to help he and his family with their mounting medical bills. After Rudy was diagnosed, two very urgent brain surgeries ensued, one of which was an emergency surgery to save his life. So the good news is that people have raised more than $10,000 for Rudy's medical bills on GoFundMe. The bad news is we still have about ten grand to go to reach the $20,000 goal. Toro Cup 12 was a great help with that, but Lourdes was there to talk to one of Rudy's old friends and training partners about ways that you can help meet that goal. I think that you'll want to hear this, and I think after you hear this, you'll want to help. We'll tell you how you can during the interview and after. Hi guys, my name is Allie Borda. I train at Revolution BJJ out of Richmond, Virginia. And we are here to help raise funds for Rudy Fishman. Rudy Fishman is a friend of mine and uh, his wife is a very, very uh, great friend of mine and mentor outside of jiu-jitsu. I met both of them about eight years ago. And Rudy has um, always loved training, loved jiu-jitsu, loved Muay Thai, had his own school for a few years out in California. Um, has always been in great health, so we were very, very surprised to find out a few months ago that he was diagnosed with brain cancer. He's gone through two very rigorous surgeries, uh, chemotherapy and radiation, um, and he's still fighting the good fight. Recently, he's been given some really great news by doctors who have taken over his um, treatment, and although the path ahead is going to be very difficult for him, um, it will get better, um, and... We are hoping to help as much as possible. Obviously, we are not doctors, and we cannot cure Rudy. We cannot fight for him, but we can at least help alleviate some of the economic strain um, that obviously having to pay for these uh, intensive treatments are causing the family. So I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who has participated, is participating, and is continuing to donate uh, to his GoFundMe link uh, The family is very, very grateful. It has helped them tremendously, and we are hoping to continue to have other events to help raise family, uh, raise family, (laughs) to raise funds uh, to help his family and to continue to support him in any way that we can. So Rudy trains with you at Revolution, and you... He he did train with us. He He actually moved to Tennessee a few years ago, but... When his family moved to Richmond, he was training with us, and he helped us a lot with our school build-out and uh, growing our school. We went from having 35 students to now we have, uh, I believe, 400 or slightly over 400. Um, he was ext- he and his wife were both extremely helpful in um, helping us get that way with uh, project and program management. But we are still really very, really close friends with with uh, the Rudys, with the Fishman family. And we stay in contact. And although we no longer train with one another, those uh, friendship bonds are still very tight and they're still there. So for those of you that don't know, Toro Cup um, was established a few years ago. And it's run basically by, by Toro BJJ. Um, started with Jeff Shaw, of who who runs Dirty White Belt Radio. Um, uh, Bagels, John Telford, and Boomer, um, who runs Cage Side MMA and Toro. And uh, and so these guys have kind of come together to create these um, these events, these Toro Cup. So these are like super fight matches, and uh, and at and each when the money that's raised for these matches goes towards um, 
people in our community as well as organizations in our community. And so in the past, we've helped with the Tenere Kids Project, with MMA for Africa. And, um, and in this case, we're working um, to we're raising funds for um, Rudy Fishman and for his family and, uh, and who has been someone that, uh, just as Ali has just explained, um, has been an important part of creating a jiu-jitsu environment in, um, at Revolution and in Virginia. And uh, so if people want to find out more about Rudy or keep track, if, 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 you're, um, if they came to Toro Cup 12 and they want to find out more information about what it is that the funds um, for Toro Cup 12 are going towards, how can they find out more? What are the, you know, do you have a website or are there links or what information? Where can uh, they find information? We don't currently have a website dedicated to it, but I will be posting the GoFundMe link on the Toro Cup site. Um, so I guess look for that update from uh, Boomer. I'll be sending the link his way. So if anyone would like to spare the amount of a latte or whatever your heart desires, whatever you're willing to part with, um, all the funds will go to a wonderful family that is fighting um, a really, really tough fight ahead, but a fight that's going to be won. We'll post a link to the GoFundMe in the comments under this show and on our Instagram and Facebook pages. But if you want to just go to there right now, it's GoFundMe.com slash The Fishman's Fight. The dash Fishman's dash fight. And Fishman's is spelled F-I-S-C-H-M-A-N-N-S. But if you're lazy and don't want to type anything in like me, that's Elegant Jiu-Jitsu. Just go to our Facebook page and you can get a link. It's the holiday season, and if you're anything like me, you ask yourself during the holiday season, when can I compete in jiu-jitsu again? Well, our favorite tournament organization, U.S. Grappling, has a bunch of upcoming tournaments in 2019 that are already scheduled. March 23, they're going to Frederick, Maryland, and April 27, back in Richmond, Virginia. You should check out usgrappling.com not only to register for those tournaments, but because as new tournaments get added, that's where they'll be. We'll, of course, keep you posted on all our Facebook, Instagram, and social properties as well. But check out usgrappling.com. Register early for the tournaments, and you can save yourself some money. So please check out our favorite tournament organization, U.S. Grappling. One thing I often say in jiu-jitsu is that the kids are coming for us all. The next generation of jiu-jiteros and jiu-jiteras is terrifying in their commitment to the art and their relentless pursuit of technique. Four really exciting young women competitors were all at Toro Cup this year, and Lourdes took the opportunity, along with Sammy Seff, to take to have a free-ranging conversation with them. They talk about school, about jiu-jitsu, about wrestling, about life, about balancing family life with jiu-jitsu, and many, many other things. Because this was a fun, free-flowing conversation, we're going to present it to you without much editing and without much interruption. We want to thank Sammy Seff, who has a blog at Wolf Queen MMA that you should check out, for joining in with Lourdes on this interview. As for the young people that they interviewed, well, why don't we start by letting them introduce themselves. I'm Abby Tedderson. I train at Top Martial Arts in Rock Hill BJJ. Uh, Chloe Tomlinson, Big Brothers. Leah Shell, Shell Shock BJJ. Christina Lynn, Virginia Beach Jiu-Jitsu. I've spoken with each of you probably individually and, and interviewed you, but I wanted to talk to you, all four of you guys today um, as a group because you're the youngest competitors here at Toro Cup today. Um, and I've seen each of you compete at Toro Cup a, a number of times. I think, Abby, maybe you've only competed twice at Toro Cup, but you've become a, an easily become a favorite Toro Cup. So I wanted to talk to you ladies. You're all in – everybody's in high school or middle school. Is that correct? Yes. 
do you do other sports in your school? Okay, so Leah said wrestling. I wrestle too. I only do jujitsu. I only do jujitsu. How do you guys? You so, you, but you guys are all in high school and middle school. How do you guys balance your school with um, with your jujitsu life? I want to make the first comment. <laughs> a long story. Um, so I have four classes a semester. I kind of set it up that way. That way I have a schedule to train, and I get out at 1030 at school. So that's mine. I, uh, it's really difficult sometimes to balance, like, school and jiu-jitsu, but I just try to, like, be, like, uh, I try to have good time management and use my time, like, wisely. So whenever I'm doing school, I'm really focusing on it. Whenever I'm doing jiu-jitsu, I'm really focusing on jiu-jitsu, so I don't like mix anything. I only train every other week because of my parents' schedule. So I do, like, wrestling, uh, like, during the whole season, so that's every week. And then I do jiu-jitsu every other week. So I'm homeschooled, so it's easy for me to manage, like, training and multiple times a day and, like, schoolwork. And schoolwork. So one of the things that I, I saw um, when we were at U.S. Grappling recently, and I, I think you'll agree with me on this, is that we're seeing younger girls or younger kids competing at earlier ages. And those, like, there was a, like, I, I'm looking, I'm thinking about, like, of, a, of an 8-year-old girl that I saw recently. And, she, and I asked her how old how long she had been training, she couldn't answer me because she's like, well, my dad owns the gym. So basically she was like, I've always been on the mats. This little girl had no, no, she couldn't remember a time when she wasn't on the mats. So we're seeing girls that are coming up and kids, not just girls, but we're seeing kids come up on the mats and, um, and that's all they've ever known. And so we're seeing jujitsu change because I think if anybody, like you would agree with this, I think Sam, like when we roll with these girls, like it's not, like we're rolling with little girls. I know there's times when I'm rolling with Abby and I'm just like, I know you're smaller than me, but fuck this. I want to pass your guard. Yeah, I've rolled with uh, everybody here except for Christina, but she kind of scares me anyway, so I'll hold off on a few years on that. Um, but every single person here, like I tell Lee all the time, I'm like, I have to try so hard. Like they're not like some of the little kids where I'm like, oh, I'll let them work a little bit. If I let these people work, like I'm going to sleep. Mm-hmm. It's a story and uh, they all have very good parts of their game where I'm like man like Aaliyah's takedown's amazing Chloe's like closed guard she squeezed me like a tube of toothpaste like I thought my brain was going to come out of my ears and then Abby with her long legs like Mary Holmes who's a black belt was like dude I can never pass her guard and I was like well what hope is there for the rest of us (laughs) so girls what is it like for you because you guys have each other then to compete against and to always be working with and training because I know like we went to go train with Aaliyah at at Shellshock and hopefully we'll get a chance to come up and train with Chloe and and Christina Um, so what's it like for you guys to be are you guys just like no this is just the world as we know it I like that there's like more girls and stuff coming into it and that there's like a lot more people our age because it wasn't always like that it was like you know you're they're fighting someone way older than you and they're the same like rank as you or you're fighting someone like in kids divisions that are like not the same kind of challenge Mm -hmm. and so I'm glad that there's like we're all kind of like at the same point in our jujitsu journey or higher and so it, it just helps a lot to have people going through the same stuff you're going through and feeling what you're feeling like to compete against. Um, Aaliyah, so I, I, here's something I'm, I'm interested in because it's 
we, we since I started, like there's the, there's the philosophy that the tide raises all ships, and so you do have a lot of. The, I mean, we're fortunate in the Triangle area in, the, in North Carolina on the East Coast that we have a lot of women that train and that fight and that are doing that are in martial arts. What can we do to help you guys get better? Like, what would you guys want? Like more women's open mats? Should we come? You know, invite you guys out to train more with us? Like, what do you guys think? I think um, doing what Toro does and setting up matches between like younger girls is like really helpful because you get to see like who you might be competing against or who you can train with. There's no matches today, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Mhm. Yeah, it's really cool to get to see like who's out there. Mhm. So, and you guys are going to be competing on the on the national and hopefully someday international level because some of you guys are going to be doing the IBJJF th- this year or this next year in 2019, correct? Who's doing IBJJF? Um, I'll be at Nogi Worlds on the. 14th. So you're gonna, you're already leaving for Nogi Worlds. Good job. And what about you, Chloe? Well, I um I start competing as an adult next year, so I think the next DC one will be my next one. Whichever ones they sign me up for, because honestly. <laughs> Yeah, whatever whatever tournaments are open yeah. for me, I'll go to. Are you doing any IBJJS? Not this year. I'm focusing on wrestling. You're going to be focused on wrestling. Well, hopefully you guys go to, like, nationals and wrestling. They're, women's wrestling is getting really big now, and then it's awesome watching, like, you three because when I first started jujitsu, it was Lourdes, Chelsea, Amber, and myself all coming up as, like, no-stripe white belts, and we're all, like, the same rank now, compete each other in almost every tournament. So you guys will be seeing each other for years and years. So I hope you guys like each other. And honestly, I think in the end, like, even though we might not all be on the same team here in North Carolina, like, I, like, I, we still try, like, if I know that Sam or Chelsea or somebody from that's in this area that's going to compete in another, in like, in an international or a national tournament, we try to train with each other mm-hmm. to help each other. Have you guys felt that same kind of, like, camaraderie mm-hmm. together? Totally. Yeah. Dude, you should see these two up at the podium stands that you was grabbing. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I think it's been nine times this year that yeah, we faced honestly. each other. Yeah. So many times. The past six months. And then I turn around and they're gossiping in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> so girl life. So what how do you guys manage the whole um, like social life with with jujitsu and school? It's really it's not that difficult because like the, usually you're like people that you're close with are people that do the same sports or have the same interests as you. So it's not really difficult to balance that, honestly, for me at least, because... How does that work for you? Because you're homeschooled. Like, how do you manage your social life? So most of my friends are from jiu-jitsu or wrestling or Muay Thai, but I don't really have that many friends that don't play sports because they can't relate to the stuff that I can relate to. Mm-hmm. I feel like there, there's no point of having, like, people in your life that aren't, like, helping you, like, achieve your goals and, like... Oof, yes, sister. That applies I to everything. Not just, not just jujitsu. You hear that? Cut out the toxicity, everyone. 2019, new year, new me. Okay. What were you going to say, Abby? Uh, I just, I don't have, like, a bunch of people close to me that do jujitsu, so it can be difficult sometimes to manage because, like, people don't really understand if I'm like, no, I can't hang out this weekend. Like, I have tournaments to go to or I have to go train. Yeah, but you know, I'm like I talk to my friends at school when I go to my college courses and that kind of stuff. So most of my friends are through school. So when you guys, because you're a senior 
and you're almost done with. Are you, are you a senior? This technically, you're a junior. So, and then, so you guys going to high school? But when you guys go away for, are you looking at going away for school? And when you go away to school, are you considering what what jujitsu schools are going to be nearby and where you're going to train? I'm not leaving anywhere because college is expensive. <laughs> okay. I'm staying with um, my family and stuff, so I'm be at the same gyms. Okay. I'm a freshman. <laughs> no comment. No further comments. I'm planning on like getting a scholarship for wrestling, and hopefully going into like psychology or something like that. Um, I want to try to get a full board scholarship, and I've already had a couple colleges write me, but I'm only 13. But because I'm homeschooled, I'm in. I'm a sophomore, so mm-hmm. they 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 can write me. And they like, can start yeah. to recruit you now. Yeah, but okay. I'm still young, and I don't want to stay here. When <laughs> <laughs> I feel that I don't want to stay here. <laughs> Mom's moving out as soon as soon as possible. I think I want to um, go away for college, but I'm not sure where I'm looking at different options now. But where gyms are close and like if they're good gyms is definitely like a major deciding factor in where I want to go to college. Okay. Okay. And do you guys see yourself continuing to compete then, at, like when you're in college? I spoke with Jamil Hill, and like he's a student at Howard, and he's like also world champion. So you know that it's a possibility, and that's and it's a reality that you can go to school and you can still be you can go to school and kill it in in, in classes, and you can also you know be a world champion. I know several. They're all really good students too. Yeah, so good students, good competitors. It carries over. Yeah, but I think that they follow along that same line of thought that what Christina was saying was like, if it's not, if you're not helping me achieve my goal, then I really don't have room for you in my life because. Dude, so, wisest words ever from a 13 year old. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I have to ask because I it always goes back to food for me. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite cheat meal? Everything, honestly, with wrestling. Anything and everything. Um, I can eat. Honestly, if I get to go to like a sushi buffet and I can eat as much sushi as I want, probably that because it's not really a cheat meal. But if you get to consume as much as you want, I feel like it's still a cheat. I mean, if you eat half your body weight in rice, then yes, it's a cheat. I can eat more than half my body weight in sushi. Mine would be chicken alfredo. Chicken alfredo. Chicken alfredo. Pasta. I feel like every meal is kind of a cheat meal for me because I just eat whatever I want, like how much I want, because of training so much. But I'm really into candy lately. Like Reese's Pieces. <laughs> <laughs> um, ladies, thank you so much, and we'll be keeping an eye out for you guys in 2019. And hopefully, you guys will all be doing more Toro Cups. And you guys are open to traveling and doing other, like, and other super fights and other tournaments. So these ladies, if you're listening to this and you are interested in having um, in having these young ladies come out and do a super fight, then please contact them. They have parents that you can get in touch with. And um, I've done that. I've contacted, like, all their parents before. Like, hey, is your child going to be at this event? <laughs> Sammy, Sammy has contacted me and said, is, is Abby signing up for Charlotte Open? Make sure she signs up. So these ladies, they're awesome competitors, and they're great to train with. And thank you, ladies, for talking with me today. Chances are pretty good. You've seen some matches by at least one of those people. And Christina Lin won Jujutera of the Year last year. We know that she's not eligible for the award this year because she won it last year. But maybe one of those other three is a worthy candidate. If you think so, you can nominate on our Facebook page, on our Instagram, or by leaving us a voicemail. Thanks to each of those four for taking the time to speak with Lourdes and to Sammy Seth for joining in on the interview. 
So that's our show for the week, and really, that's our show for the year. We have a lot of great new content to drop in 2019 that we're excited about. We're going to do a whole new season about being a white belt and making that transition from white to blue belt that I hope will be useful for a lot of the people that listen to the podcast. I also did a series of interviews with Dave Porter that answer a lot of questions from an instructor's perspective. How do you get those new people to become integral, core, productive, helpful, and happy members of your academy? I'm really excited to bring all that content to you in 2019. So happy holidays to everybody. Don't forget to nominate for the Dirty White Belt Awards, and we'll see you again in the next year. This is Dirty White Belt Radio. My name is Jeff Shaw, and we'll see you again soon. (laughs) 